Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Soul Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Crystal Hill, Soul Leadership Mentor, Embodiment Coach and Founder of Crystal Hill Publishing, where we give conscious leaders a platform to elevate their businesses to the next level, increase their impact and influence, to awaken and empower humanity into deeper levels of sovereignty and connection. You are in the right place if you are looking for inspiration and tangible tools on all things awakening, empowerment and enlightenment, to move out of the old paradigms of business and living into a new era where we lead from our soul's knowing, connect from our hearts, collaborate and create communities that celebrate our unique essence. Hi everyone, it's Crystal here from the Soul Leadership Podcast and today I am so excited to have a really beautiful conversation with Katarina Lenacic, who is an evolutionary life coach and mentor and quantum light master. And she is also one of the contributors to our latest book, Intuitive Living, and in her chapter, Your Greatest Gift to Humanity, She takes you on a journey to your quietness and stillness where you are able to connect to your intuition who then connects you to your higher self. Learning how to sit still when everything around us is working to distract us can be very challenging and yet incredibly rewarding and amazing. In her chapter, she takes you on a journey to how she learned to trust the process through her own intuition, which she calls her inner GPS, and how her spiritual mentor has helped her to overcome, uh, to become aware of her energies versus outside energies. Her intuition has always been her best friend and companion throughout her life, and she teaches her clients to do the same. She lives by the motto, trust your intuition and know that everything will be presented to you so you can embody your higher self. Katarina, I just, you know, just in the little bits that I've read, there's just so much we can unpack and move into in a conversation. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful. Amazing. Yes, it's interesting how when we just sit for a moment and don't allow the external world to distract our thinking or our feeling, how we can really tap into our intuition and understand that everything that we need is right there for us. We just need to move or release the external distractions, right? Mm. And as you said, that can be incredibly challenging. And I know you've been doing this for so many years. And I know that in your chapter, you're sharing a little bit about how people can do that. Like, what would you say to somebody who feels like their mind is starting to go, go back to something that's been happening in their life that's maybe been bothering them and it's like that what if spiral that kicks in sometimes oh yeah that what if spiral right it's so challenging it it distracts us it makes us restless and all those things um 
What, how I handle all that is, is that I'm reminding myself that my quietness is all about me, not what's outside of me. So in my book I did say, you know, you, when I was sitting quietly I was thought about, you know, when am I going to do a load of washing or something like that, right? So my mentors would always say, shh, calm yourself down and always remember that the most wonderful things will come out of this moment of quietness. So how do you do that? You just got to really hold yourself and love yourself so much to know that that particular distraction is just trying to keep you from your inner truth or your wanting to know a solution. So if, if your solution doesn't come up, just stay quiet. And I know they can be the most challenging thing ever, right, staying mm. quiet. But the idea is that when we stay still and quiet, it, we're tapping into our quietness not our ego that wants to make so much noise and bling bling and all those things to, you know, validation, confirmation and all those things, but our quietness, our intuition that just simply says, shh. That's all it says is just says, shh, time to quiet down. Take a big breath and relax the mind and body as you quiet down. I mean, everybody has their own way of doing this, right? There is just one way is not all the way. So whatever you are doing right now and while you're listening to this, just take a big breath with me and just relax and exhale the distraction and you'll, you will hear the quietness of, yes, keep going. Or no, you need to stop. Or is there something that you can do to help yourself? Allow yourself to know that there's no right or wrong answer to that quietness. I think that's what happens, wouldn't you agree, Crystal, that the external noises wants to label what you're doing right or wrong or no, yes, you know, all these things when the quietness, your inner sanctuary and you can create whatever you like in that in you know within that space i personally like the darkness of that space because it's very quiet there's no demands there's no you've got to do it this way there's no you have to answer it this way it's just you just sit there quietly and and if there is distractions, maybe there is some maybe there's a trigger for you to look at something so you can resolve it at the same time. And trusting that whatever comes up, it's not there to hurt you or take you off your path, because your intuition knows that you're you are on your path and there's no such thing as a wrong path, right? Mm-hmm. So that inner quietness is the inner nothingness and it does look like a dark room but you can put any light or color in this place as you wish yeah i like that you know dr joe dispenza talks about going into the void going into the vastness of the void the vastness of the universe where all potential exists and we can draw on that you know Why in your mind, I mean, so much has been written about 
this the quietness and the void or the dark place why do you feel like in your experience is it so important that we go into that place on a daily basis yeah well it's important to me because first of all my mentors taught me how to honor myself in that space without the distraction to honor my emotional state or to honor my mental state whichever is presenting itself at the time when I'm in that quiet place why is it so important because within that moment you discover something about yourself that nothing can give to you but yourself if that that makes sense Mm. Do you have an example of that? Because you've already mentioned that once, and this has this this happens to me a lot. Like when I calm down and I sit quiet, all the things that are not resolved in my life pop into my mind. They all surface to be resolved or to to be addressed. And I lost my train of thought right now. But <laughs> where 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 did this come from? Like you were saying, it's so important because we meet ourselves in it. Yeah, that's right. We meet ourselves in a new way or in a yeah. truly. Can you give an example of that? Well, an example is if I'm having a challenging time, I go into that quiet place and what I do is I just sit there and go, I love you, I love you, I love you. I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. And I allow the energies to just move across me, around me, whether they're a distraction or whether they are not, it doesn't matter. I just allow it to come through. In that quiet moment, I allow my body to cry, to laugh, whatever I need to do. Um, And then suddenly when you surrender to all that and allow yourself to do that, in that quiet moment, suddenly everything becomes quiet this tingles around you knowing that you've released or uplifted yourself the quietness gives you the sensation of knowing that you are okay in that moment and that everything's going to be okay your intuition is your highest self this is how I interpret it and how I understand it because your highest self just wants you to be your glorious self, wants you to be happy, wants you to find the solutions. And in our 3D selves, I just sit quietly and just remind myself of my connections to my universe. So that's what you can do, is to remind yourself how all those times you listen to your intuition and you just allowed it to manifest how it should be and it gave you the the feeling of being worthy of whatever it is that you wanted it gave you the feeling of self-value that you were able to afford it if that's what you're talking you know if that's what you're referring to but most important that quiet moment is all about honoring yourself just for that particular moment because once you come back to your present moment you just keep going with your life right so if you can do that as many times in the day as possible as you can you can do it in the bar um, you can do it while having a bath you can do it while having a cup of coffee sitting under your tree or sitting at the beach you can do it anywhere at any time it's just learning to 
move away the, any distractions and just tune into your your wonderment, your all moment, your loving oneself in knowing that that quiet moment you're with your universe mm. and there's no right or wrong. There's no, there's no demands on you. So what you're doing is you're relaxing your mental state as well, your physical mental state and your emotional state. And then you can, I find that once I go through this process, then I get up and then I have the energy to create something or to go and tell somebody how I love them or you find that you've just planted a creation which will manifest down the track, of course, and that's where patience comes in, right? Patience is required in the nothingness that we, that I sit in and, you know, we're not perfect either. <laughs> and that's what we need to remember when we're in our nothingness, that we're not perfect. However, at that moment, our soul is in a perfect position to be able to give you the answers that you need. Mm. Yes. It feels like when we are in that peaceful space, we're actually, it's a way to relax our nervous system. It's a way to just put push the pause button on life and to yeah. come back to what is truly essential, that connection to who we truly are that you call the higher self. Yeah. And it's, and it relaxes the nervous system because you're not because the nervous system is adjusting to the new ideas or the new projects or the new people or the what I call the new energetic shift or the up leveling of frequency in your energy field and your nervous system is like the holder of all that and it, you need to that's why it's important to have that quiet moment because you're telling yourself it's okay I love you it's all right. Everything will come to me when I need it. Mm. Now, in the, in the early years of when I was learning how to do this with my mentors, yes, it was difficult because I would get impatient. I would get angry. But what I, looking back on that, what that really meant was I was just shifting through what I call the shadow work or the, the distractions, the dysfunction or the all those things what it what it was doing the quietness was mulching all that up so it could come to the surface so I could deal with it so my mentor Navro who was helping me with this would always say keep going keep going you're doing great even though I might have been crying and impatient and doing all those things in that moment of nothingness because what you're doing is you're clearing the space, you're clearing your you're clearing your mind space, your emotional space to be able to bring in the bring in the outcomes that you cannot see now. And let me, I just want you to know to keep going, because it could be a year or two, or in the future, any day you're going to sit back and go, "Wow, I'm so glad I did that." Because your world will be, you will manifest what seeds you've planted, right? So when you're working with your quietness to clear the, the shadows and the darkness within your own self, you're going to find out that you're going to be in awe because one day you're just going to open your eyes and find yourself in the light. 
and that your garden has sprung up and all the flowers and however you wish to have created it. Like for me, all that quietness and clearing and allowing the darkness to move through me created intuitive living for me. You know, that is an example. Or it helped me to create my, to manifest my business that I have right now that I started five years ago. Um, it also helps me to know that helps to, it helps me to tap into my creativity and because we all talk about manifestation and things like that, right? So in the quiet place, you've got to create the seed, right? It's like planting your flower bed. So would you say that when you are in the quiet place, you go in with a specific intention of something that you wish to manifest or call into your life or are you literally just having holding the intention of being quiet and allowing whatever darkness is still within you that is not in alignment to be resolved yeah yeah yes and yes yes and no sometimes i go into i sometimes i sit in the quietness and think about okay how can i create something for myself that will bring the outcomes that i that will help me to be to be more successful in my business or, or so on. So I do, yes, I sit with my intentions. What I do is the intention is to love myself enough to know that, that it will be created in the quietness and I don't even have to see it at that moment. That's the learning how not to be, how to be patient, right, mm -hmm. and how to understand that, to trust your process and trust your GPS because your intuition knows exactly what you need. So however however you want to create your stillness is simply to give you a, a place where you feel safe, where you're not going to have demands put on you. And so over the years, like, I don't know, over 15 or more years, I've learned to, I've learned just to sit with a cup of coffee and have a quiet moment. I love journaling. So journaling can be your quiet moment. And in the journaling, I write down my concerns. And then when I connect with my higher self, we talk about what that would look like if it was already in existence. What would that look like? How would I feel? And, um, and even if I am having a bit of problem about how would that feel, I've, I work with my spiritual team to ask me the questions that I need. So it would be like, what would, how would I value myself in a situation where my business is growing and I'm meeting people beyond my comfort zone? How would I feel about that? So I use my quiet moment just to find a few keywords or hear a few keywords or depends on how you tap into your intuition. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And, and what I love is that sometimes, you know, what I do is I go in with a clear intention of something that I want to manifest and then I just sit and I go into that dark place, into the void and just call in the qualities and then fill myself with those qualities um, of what comes through the void and you know, not... Yeah, so the qualities of, for example, abundance or the qualities of joy or the quality of freedom and the quality of gratitude, just to really feeling those in my heart and amplifying them so that from that place, I'm, as you said, you know, we're elevating our consciousness, we're shifting states 
so that we're in a new vibration from which we can attract and manifest different things. Yeah, and it's a it's an amazing experience, amazing experience because writing this chapter in your book helped me to look back at to look back at how do I write in you know three thousand words on how to be still and quiet you know how do you do that right so what I so you know what I did was I just sat in my quietness and thought about what how I would write it and of course I had support and everything but what I did what I wanted to know is how do you write how do you tell somebody to just sit quietly for 30 minutes and not think about anything in a way that would not be judgmental or put any fear into it or anything like that so what I offer here is that just know that in that quiet moment you will find some amazing things about yourself and then what will happen is down the track it will manifest as an aha moment or a, oh wow did I do that or you know or if you choose to write a chapter in a book it will help you to see the outcomes of what you had already done. Can it's you an amazing explain journey. That? Can you explain that a little bit more? What when you're saying you will see the outcomes that you've already become? Yeah. Okay. So during my time, during my time um, with Navro, and he had taught, was teaching me how to be quiet. You know, keep going, be still. He would always say to me, "In a blink of an eye, you will see the outcome of your." of your patience in this moment so now we're talking about you know back in 2008 2009 when I was doing this so now 2022 my book the book intuition intuitive living is an example of the of when I was sitting quietly and and I was visualizing how can I express what I know, my wisdom, my knowing of the universe, how could I express that so somebody could, could read, you know, could understand it so they could do it for themselves. And at that time, all I did was just, I thought, oh, yeah, maybe writing could be a good idea. But at, back then I didn't have the confidence to do it, right? So I would, so Navro had me sit very quietly and say to me, well, what does it look like? How does it feel? So he would, so he helped me to feel joyful about it. He helped me to feel that it would, it would serve humanity in some way because that's what I'm all about, serving humanity in a way to help people grow and understand themselves. And so Okay, so that was say that that was two thousand and eight. So twenty twenty two, I have a book, a, a book manifested. You know, that's how it helped. That's an example. Yeah, yeah, I love that exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the confidence that we gain by just sitting still then becomes manifest in the physical expressions, like through through a book. So, yeah. Yes. Intuitive living, like we've spoken about the stillness. I want you to just briefly touch on 
you said, you know, intuitive living is your, your gateway to your higher self that is guiding your life. Well, maybe you can just give us a couple of words around that and how that can actually help us to make more aligned choices in our life that will lead to that will lead to greater places. It's very interesting, isn't it? Our intuition. I call it the GPS. So imagine that prior to prior to a project or prior to um, a, a significant change in your life, it was like a Google Maps, right? You put in the location of where you want to go and you just trust that Google Maps will take you, right? So this is how I see the, our intuition. So to be like, for example, at 16 years old, I said that I wanted to help humanity through this through understanding spirit because I knew that this is how I was going to serve humanity. So at 16, I put it in my intu intuitive GPS, I would like to serve humanity through spirit. Now, I had no idea how what the outcomes were going to be, but I just trusted myself intuitively at that time that I knew that my highest self your universal life energy will guide you or your intuition guides you to that place. So everything between um, 16 years old and I'm now 56 took me on a journey where everything came into my life, people, places, information, spirit came into my life to teach me how to listen to my intuition at significant times of my life. Everybody has a different significant time, right? So my intuition would suddenly say something like, here is a, per here is a person who's going to help you open up more doors. For example, I'll use how I met you, Crystal, okay? So... Intuitively, I knew I had to respond to your message that you had given me through social media to talk to you. And intuitively, I sat there and I went, mm, maybe this would be right. And I get like a little tap on my shoulder. So I listened and I, so we had a conversation, right? Now, at that time, my intuition for me is in the form of Archangel Gabriel and my connections to my Blue Diamond team, as I call it, and I just saw him shaking his head saying, yes, 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 say yes. That was my intuition. Now, at the time, you know, I'm getting nervous because I, I didn't know the outcome. I wasn't sure about, you know, finances and all those things, but my intuition stood in front of me and went yes do it so i took a big breath i thought okay okay let's go and i said yes and two books later i i've learned i'm learning how to express my intuition my journey to humanity just to offer somebody a moment of recognition that it's okay how you listen to your intuition so so i call it the, the gps because your intuition already knows the outcome it will bring everything you need to manifest 
the, the amazing outcome that it will bring. But it's all about trusting, right? I had to trust at that moment that my intuition was right, that my intuition was going to bring me everything I needed. And how does it connect you with your higher self at that moment? Your energy or your frequency, your understanding raises itself to a level where you suddenly get really quiet. Everything feels calm. Everything feels such in a loving way that you know the answer is yes, yes, do it, do it. And that's how I manifested this book, the last book, and manifested all my significant changes in my life because even though in the past it was very chaotic. I just stood there for a minute because intuitively I knew already how to do it. And I went, do I do this or not? And I just felt a yes. And so I did it no matter what my life looked like at the time. And let me tell you, a lot of people would say, what are you doing? That's not going to work. And I'm now saying, see how it worked. What's important is when you go into your quiet moment is that you honour yourself no matter what decision you make because everything is, everything is teaching us how to trust our intuition. Even the, even the ugliness and the shadow and the terrible things in our lives are actually there to teach us how to listen to your intuition, you know, like saying, no, don't do it, for example. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. That was a that was a beautiful description of how it's worked in your life. I really, yeah. really love that. I wouldn't change a thing, Crystal. Wouldn't change a thing. Mm. And I, and you grow to love your universal life energy in a way that will just bring you an expression of so much love. Mm. Beautiful. Now, you already mentioned, you know, when you came into the book, you had your mind giving you all sorts of reasons why you shouldn't do it, like, you know, the money and I don't know what else there was. But now looking back at the two books that you've been a part of, what do you feel is like a biggest potentially unexpected takeaway or result that people who are thinking about joining a book and becoming a best-selling author can expect? Well, I'm in awe of how I was able to express my inner feelings that I was afraid to share. Somebody will read your chapter and you will encourage them to be to just take the next step. So I am in awe of how it has made me feel that I am worthy of sharing my stories. And I guess there's a, a huge confidence shift and a, and a coming home to yourself in a, in a much deeper and newer way. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Well, it's been such a great conversation. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up here, but before we do, I'd love to know You've got a special offer here that you have for people who really would love to connect 
to their higher self. Um, is there anything else you want to share about this or should I just drop the link into the comments and then people who feel that they would love to experience you helping them open up that stillness within themselves and connecting them to their higher self. And I do know from um, working with you as well that you channel other people's higher selves and you can actually provide messages for your clients from their higher selves. So anything else you want to say about these sessions um, before we wrap it up? No, I think you wrapped it up really well. If you feel the calling, yes, get in touch with me and let's see how, let's see what your universe wants you to know. Mm. Definitely. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and they're quite magical and always unexpected things come up yes. that are exactly what, what we need to know in that moment, aren't <laughs> <Definitely>. they? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I'll drop the link in the comments. Thank you, Katarina, for all the work you do on this planet, but also intergalactically for the world and for humanity. I feel like your light is really needed and you're embodying it beautifully. So thank you for everything that you do. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. If you want to become a best-selling author for the very first time or invest in giving your visibility a boost, then let's connect. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave a review and take a screenshot to share on your social media. Show notes for this podcast, including all the links and gifts mentioned in today's episode are available at crystalhill.com forward slash podcast. I'll see you next time.